Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur here to help you navigate the messiness of mom life and biz life. Each week, my guests and I will share our experiences, insights, and tips to help you move your business from survival mode to success mode. So grab your favorite drink and let's dive in because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome to episode 183 of the Girl Means Business podcast. All right, in full transparency, this was not going to go live for another month, but I felt like that it needed to be addressed because of how I'm feeling about Instagram and social media right now in this moment. So at the time of recording this, Instagram and I are on a little bit of what I would say, well, I think Ross says it best. We were on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. All right, honestly, any excuse I have to play a friend's clip, I'm going to take advantage of it. But back to the case in point here, I'm just really feeling burned out and frustrated with Instagram right now. Let me give you a couple of examples of why. Now, the other day I posted a reel. I typically post three to four reels a week and then a handful of static posts, carousels, things like that. And typically they do fairly well. Now, my version of fairly well is anywhere from 1,000 to 3,000, sometimes upwards of six or 7,000 views on a reel. Now, my static and carousel posts, not quite that high, but still really good exposure and engagement. The last couple of reels that I've posted have not even broken the 500 view mark. And the last reel I posted within the first couple of hours only had five views. Five views. Guys, that's insane. That is like Instagram is losing its mind, basically. Now, a lot of this is there's theories out there, but a lot of this comes down to the idea that Instagram is making changes. Clearly, people were not happy with how Instagram had changed. And so it's sort of making updates and going back. And what I like to say, it's having a little bit of an identity crisis and it's trying to figure out what and who it really wants to be. Well, while Instagram does that, I'm just going to like take a step back and say, you figure out you and then I'll come back into the mix when you've got it all sorted out. So What that means is I'm taking a little bit of an Instagram hiatus. I will still be posting to my stories. I'll still be engaging, but I'm taking a little break from posting to my feed, posting reels, all those things. So in the meantime, what am I going to be doing? Well, that's where you come in. I want to be sharing with you because I know a lot of you have felt the same way about social media, and you may have felt this way long before I ever felt this way but you've expressed through DMs and comments and messages that you've sent me that you are frustrated with Instagram, you're frustrated with social media, you are frustrated with so many different things about having to be on social media for a business. We all know social media is a great free way to reach an incredible audience with our business, but it can also come with its kind of growing pains and its frustrations and its irritations. So what are some things you can be doing to help you grow your business that don't involve using Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok? So I wanted to share with you some of the things that I'm going to be doing 
in the next couple of weeks to help grow my business without using those three key players I just talked about. So let's break it down. So step one, the first thing I'm going to be focusing on in my business is getting back to basics. When I first started my first business, my photography business, I spent a ton of time creating an incredible website, building my SEO, creating blog posts that included incredible keywords. So I want to get back to that. I want to get back to going back to how people found me before they found me on Instagram, and that was through Google searches. So if you have a business, especially if you have one that is a local business, like a photography business or a local boutique or a bakery or a hair salon, nail salon, lashes, those kinds of things, utilizing your local SEO is going to be really, really key for your business. So going in and optimizing your website, making sure that all the images on your website are using keywords and alt text and descriptions, things that your audience is going to be searching for. So using things like Dallas Lash Artist, um, Fort Worth Hairstylist, maybe you specialize in blonding, or maybe you're a family photographer or a wedding photographer. Using those detailed keywords on your website are going to be a great way to help you show up in a Google search. Now, another way to add some keywords and some things to your website is through blogging. A lot of people are like, oh, but Kendra, blogging's dead. No, it's really not. So you want to be including blog content on your website because what happens is Google, when someone searches for, let's say, family photographer in your area, Google sends out its little crawlers and it searches for all the different websites that are using those keywords. However, if your website is one that you created six years ago and haven't touched since then, in Google's mind, it may not be an active business anymore. So they're less likely to show that to someone who is doing that search. So the way that you keep your website looking active is by adding content on a regular basis. The easiest way to do this is through blogging. Now, when I say blogging, I don't mean that you need to sit down and spend hours upon hours writing out like a novel to post to your website each week. These can be quick little tips and ideas and things that will help bring knowledge and resources to your ideal client. Think of it like the content you would normally put out onto your social media, just put it onto your website as a blog post. A perfect example are these podcast episodes that I do every single week for the Girl Means Business podcast, I take that content and I turn it into a blog post. It's repurposing things you're already creating into a written form. Because as we all know, people like to view things in different ways, whether it is video, audio, written form. The, if you're reaching your audience in all three or, four or multiple of those places, then you're going to make sure that they have different ways to learn from you and different ways to discover you. So in my absence from creating content on Instagram, I'm going to be putting some of my energy into creating blog posts, taking what I've put out onto social media and turning it into blog posts to help boost my SEO and build up the searchability for my website. Another thing I'm going to be focusing on during my social media break is growing and nurturing my email list. 
If you've been here for any length of time, you know that I love email marketing. It's one of my favorite ways to connect with my audience. And so I'm going to be finding ways and searching for ways to improve my weekly emails, to get to reach a new audience, to get new people coming onto my email list, to find ways to help them through this email communication. Now, if you're brand new and you've never started an email list, now is the perfect time to do it. It is one of those things I'd wish I'd done sooner in my business, and I think that every single business owner needs to have. You need to have an email list. If you don't have one yet, I highly encourage you to go and download my free email marketing starter kit. I will have it linked down below, so make sure you go click on it and sign up to get your free starter kit. In there, I walk you through everything you need to know to get started. It's a lot easier than you might think, I promise you. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It is not super time consuming. And if you're already creating content, then you have everything you need to start sending out emails to your audience. Now, the third thing I'm going to be working on during this hiatus is improving the PR in my business. Now, before you go in there and you say, Kendra, PR, wait a minute, isn't that for like celebrities and big name companies? No, if you run a business, you need to be focusing on PR. It just means getting your name out into the world, getting your business out into the world. And so you can hire PR companies that will help you. I've done this and they're great. You can also do this on your own. And one thing that I love to do is to guest on other people's podcasts. It's one of my favorite things is second probably to actually doing my own podcast is being on other people's podcasts. Not only do you get to connect with incredible people, you get to talk about what you do. And if you don't love talking about what you do, then you might want to reconsider what you're doing. So there's a couple things I want to share with you on how you can become a guest on people's podcasts. One is if there are podcasts that you listen to that you feel like you have some expertise you can lend to their show, reach out to them. A lot of times these podcasts will have websites or forms you can fill out, letting them know you want to be a guest on their show. Another thing you can do is go and search for podcasts related to your niche. So for example, if you are a hairstylist, there are probably tons of podcasts out there that talk about hairstylist and education for hairstylist or um, anything in that same realm. Same thing for photography. There's tons of photography podcasts out there or YouTube channels or live shows or live streams. Find those things and pitch yourself to them. Tell them you have something you want to talk about. Find three or four areas of expertise that you have and start going out there and telling people you want to be a part of their shows. Another thing you can do, which I really love, is a website called podmatch.com. It's basically match.com, but for podcasters. You can go on there and say, I want to be a guest on podcast. You fill out a form with all of your preferences, and then every day you get matched with three different podcasts that you can then say, this seems like a good fit. Let's make a connection, and you can be a guest on their show. I've done it. It's super easy. It's incredible. I will link that down below, so make sure you can go and check it out as well. Now, number four on my list of things I'm working on is networking. Now, we have gotten so used to Zoom calls and online groups and online forums that we've forgotten that sometimes 
in-person networking is a great way to grow your business, especially if you are a local business based in one specific area. So finding in-person networking groups, local chambers of commerce or women's groups that meet up and going and getting involved locally in your community is a great way to grow your business. And we've gotten away from that. We've gotten so comfortable with just being in our homes, being behind a computer screen, or being in an online space, especially with social media, that we forget that sometimes we need to actually get out there and be face-to-face with other people to build those connections, to build those relationships that can turn into new clients and new opportunities. So creating and looking for these networking opportunities is a great way to take your business offline and start building relationships in person again. Now, if your business is global or it's outside of just one specific area, looking for online networking groups is another way to really get your business out there. And it's something that I'm going to be looking into focusing on the next couple of months, the next year in my business as well, because a lot of times when you get on social media, everything feels so big. Like you're trying to reach this huge audience. You're reaching this global audience when really we just need to kind of scale it back a little bit. And we forget that a lot of times it's who we know. It's the connections that we make that help to grow our business. So focusing on building those connections through networking groups and forums and in-person and online events is a great way to sort of step away from this big global view and hone in on just a small networking group where we can build connections, make friendships, and grow our business that way as well. All right, now my final strategy and idea for helping to grow my business off of social media is kind of cheating a little bit because it might still be considered social media, but don't hate me here. It is to really dive into Pinterest and YouTube for my business because these are platforms that are sort of lumped in with the social media world, but they're their own breed. They're more of a search engine. How many times have you gone to Google and you've searched for something and the first thing that pops up are YouTube videos? Or how many of you are still scrolling Pinterest for fun, looking for ideas? So why not utilize those same platforms for your business? So diving into figuring out how to create YouTube videos, how to put yourself out onto YouTube, whether it is talking about knowledge that you have, sharing your expertise, or sharing something that you're good at, or reviewing products that are related to your business, or going onto Pinterest and learning how to utilize that platform to get new followers, to grow your email list, to get connected with other people in your industry, to share your expertise, to point people back to your blog post that you've created. It all comes full circle, guys. All of these things are connected. In order to get more eyes on your blog post, put things out on YouTube, put things out on Pinterest. In order to grow your email list, put things out on different places, on your blog, on Pinterest, on YouTube, in networking groups. All of these things are connected. So you need to have all of these things working together to create a well-rounded marketing plan. And so that even when you take something like Instagram or Facebook out of the equation, everything else in the ecosystem still works. So these are the five things I'm going to be spending a little more time in my business focusing on, and hopefully it gives you some ideas and inspiration into ways that you can diversify your marketing as well. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business and send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories, tagging at Girl Means Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.